On today's episode, we're going to talk about persistency, tracking your milestones, and Cuban food. Let's go! This is the Blind Entrepreneur Podcast where we help entrepreneurs and business professionals execute their vision by guiding them to profitability. Today, we have Lauren Magora. She is the founder and CEO of Cinematcher. Cinematcher is a matchmaking app that enables users to hire and get hired for film, TV, and digital projects and events instantly and globally. The industry is calling it the Tinder for film and TV production jobs. They are also encouraging diversity by allowing users to identify as a and filter connections as a diverse individual or own company. Their tagline is lights, camera, connect, hashtag crew goals. Yes. Lauren, how are you going? How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. I'm doing really great. Um, I already got some stuff done. Um, being an entrepreneur, I think it's really important that you make the most of your time and every minute of the day. Um, so yeah, it's it's early, but it's already got some stuff done. Well, that's um, amazing to hear. Congratulations on that. But before we get to the more important stuff, the beefier part of your story and Cinematcher, we have to start off the podcast the same way that we do every single time, and that is with an icebreaker. So Lauren, are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> All right. So I hope so. It's, it's not that hard of a question. I think you'll be good. Uh, so imagine you just had the absolute best day of your life. Where are you going to eat? What are you going to order in order to make your day complete? <laughs> okay. So where would I eat and what would I order? Um, okay. So my favorite food is Cuban food. And, um, I had, there's this really awesome place that I live by called Rumba Cubana. I feel like I would definitely go eat there. And, um, what would I order? I'm a big meat person. I love my, my steak. So I think I would order a nice steak and a glass of wine. Not bad. What type of wine and how are we cooking the steak? Very um, definitely medium rare. And, uh, my favorite wine's Pinot Noir. Mm, very nice. Yes. Very nice. Now, um, the first real question, Lauren, is tell us about yourself. Who are you and what is your story? <clears throat> yeah, sure. So um, I am the founder and CEO of Cinematcher, as you said, and um, I've been working on Cinematcher for about two years now. I um, Actually, this week, a year ago this week, I left my full-time job that I really, really loved, very stable, awesome job. Uh, at Universal Pictures to pursue this idea that I had. Um, I saw this massive disconnect between people wanting to hire and get hired, um, not just locally, but um, more diverse individuals. Um, and I wanted to really bridge that gap. I would be on sets and would see that um, a PA didn't show up or uh, somebody was sick or somebody didn't get along with somebody. But for whatever reason, you're only shooting for a certain amount of time you can't really afford to miss a day of shooting or even an hour of shooting. And um, there was no current tool that, that enabled users to connect on demand um, in an industry that is so on demand. Um, it was crazy to me that we use this type of energy, this uh, type of technology to order food, get a car, date, you know, but not in an industry that's always, always traveling um, and always needs on demand people. So, um, 
so yeah, I left my job and it was the scariest thing I've ever done. Um, but I think being an entrepreneur every day is really scary and you're always learning something new and it's a roller coaster. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I left my job and then I just kind of hit the ground running. I threw out some surveys, asked people, would this be useful? Um, built a prototype with a friend. He helped me build it, um, built a prototype. And then we showcased at South by Southwest. We started getting some traction and then, um, actually met my developers there as well. And, uh, and yeah, we, we just, I've just been trucking along, um, ever since and, and doing my best to kind of get it out there and spread the word and get people to sign up. Yeah. So number one, I have to at least say congratulations on the anniversary for being one of the crazy ones for quitting their job in order to focus <laughs> on their, on their dream with that, Thank you. With that in mind <laughs> in the same breath, you left a comfortable job. You said that you loved the job. Why the loved heck it. did you do it? Why did you leave in order to be a part of this entrepreneur community and live your dream? Yeah, so I think the the biggest reason that I did it, um, and like I said, it was one of the hardest decisions that I that I made. And and you you're kind of going to this unknown where you're, especially when you're in a corporate world for for a few years, it's really hard to say, okay, well, I'm not getting a paycheck every week. Or, you know, when you wake up the first day that you're not doing a job, you're like, how do I start? Do I go running? Do I make breakfast? You know, what do I do? Do I just jump into it? Um, so, so that was really crazy thing. Um, but I, the, the main reason I did it is because I just saw this massive gap and you got to, when you see something like that, if you don't do it, you know, maybe somebody else won't. And, and that gap just might still be there. And, and, um, not, not being able to fix a problem is, is so crazy to me if I see it there and I think that I'm capable of, of doing it. Um, and by saying capable of doing it, <laughs> that's also kind of, um, an interesting thing because you never, you don't really know if you're capable um, and still to this day, a year later, you still don't know if you're capable and you're learning and growing every single day as an entrepreneur. You don't know what you don't know. Um, I didn't go to business school. I, um, you know, don't know, didn't know anything about valuations and projections and, and um, financials. And um, even when it comes down to filing taxes to um, if you're hiring interns or if you're hiring employees, health benefits, whatever. Right. Um, so it's it's definitely um a, a learning experience but it, it's totally worth it when you see people actually that are getting hired and pe more diverse crew that's getting hired through your app and, and are getting chances that they might not have have had if you didn't develop this product um and getting emails from them being so excited and thanking you i think makes it all worth it very cool what was that aha moment for you where you were at your job you were working and you're like, holy crap, this, this is it. This can help people. What, what was that moment like for you? Um, you know what? That's interesting. A few people have asked me that and I don't know if I actually had an aha moment, but I was, um, I had met this woman at a women's networking event and she was really, really amazing. And she hooked me up, um, with a production company up in Connecticut. Um, so really awesome guys that just I had never met them before talked to the producer on the phone and I said, I listen, I'm interesting in, in production. I want to shadow you guys was nice enough to put me up with one of his production assistants in a hotel and let me shadow the, the shoot. Um, and the movie was actually being filmed for lifetime. So it was a, a pretty cool shoot. And, um, 
I was there and we were, I, I think, I think a PA had to leave and then, um, <clears throat> something else happened. We, we were down a couple of people and I, I forget why, but I was kind of just taking it all in and seeing everything. Um, and then we actually went out to dinner that night and we were talking to some local people and, um, a few people were like, Oh, I'm a film student or I'm a PA. Um, and it was just so interesting to me that there's, fully capable, local, talented, willing, awesome people in these towns where everybody's shooting, there's just absolutely no way to connect with them. And it, it's just so crazy to me that that, that wasn't a tool. And, and that was the moment I actually bought the domain name to Cinematur, thought about it during that set and bought it on my car ride home when my, my um, boyfriend at the time was driving and I, I bought it. Um, right then and there, I've never even bought a domain before. So that was, I was like, how do I buy, I'm like Googling, how do I buy a domain? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, I bought it. And then I, I really think that that weekend was my aha moment. And then that, that's when I started doing research surveys and getting more information. Very cool. And very smart, um, that you were able to do those surveys. So what, what was that process like for you? You, you get the idea, you have the domain name, now you have to validate what it is, um, what were some techniques that you've used in order to get these surveys filled out? Yeah, sure. So, um, and being, I'm so honest, so and full disclosure, um, you know, it, it, and it, it was just sending out not even to like thousands and thousands of people, right? It was just like people that I knew. And uh, I Googled like um, surveys, like SurveyMonkey, whatever. I Googled how to do it and I just set up a few little questions you know, what do you currently use now? Does it work? How much do you pay? And a lot of them were saying they were on like five or six different sites and then they were paying four or five different subscriptions and none of them were getting a return. And when, especially when they need someone on the fly, they had no, nothing. They had the line producer or the production managers um, kind of scrambling. And then a friend of a cousin of a brother would end up coming, filling the position. Um, and like I said, why that when there's somebody that's actually going to school for it and is actually super passionate about the industry and they're not get, being given that chance. Um, but um, what was the where did I start? I think I went off on a on a tangent there. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I, I, I think what we were talking about was um, just like the survey aspect, like how important oh, right. were the surveys that you received and did that legitimately help? Um, gain traction in the app and did that did that uh, gain customers for the business yeah so um like I said I, I didn't go crazy I, I just researched how to do it how to throw together a little survey and then I mostly sent it out to people I knew and um, and said like forward it to people you know that are in the industry um, and yeah I think you that's a good point that you brought up because it definitely started spreading the world were the word early mm -hmm. um and i think those were some of my first supporters absolutely mm -hmm. um so that's a good point yeah and now something that's really important that a lot of entrepreneurs experience is the aspect of struggle so you've quit your job about a year ago you're launching the app you've received reward uh, an award um something that i think that's where how we originally connected because i saw your information uh, your name being name dropped uh, on like a post of some sort. So what have yeah. been some of the initial struggles that you've experienced throughout this process of entrepreneurship? Yeah, so um, that's a really good question. There's, I feel like so many struggles being an entrepreneur, um, going from, like I said, a corporate, steady, cushy, awesome job 
um, to not getting a paycheck every week and saying, okay, well, how am I paying rent? How am I um, paying for food? Also going from being able to do that and go out for drinks with friends and dinner and to be like, okay, well, now I have to cut that stuff out. Um, I had a car. I got rid of my car. I was like, oh, you know what? I I could use this, um, but I don't need it. Um, I actually took out my 401k, um, and, and that was like the initial money that I used to get everything started. Um, that was a big struggle for me because I am, um, I take my, my planning and my finances very seriously, like my credit score and making sure everything's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really uncomfortable and un, uh, uneasy for me to do, um, to, take that money out and basically be like, okay, well, not only am I not having a paycheck coming in, but now I literally have no, no backup after I, this is the full amount of anything that I could possibly dip into. Right. Um, so that was uncomfortable. It's, it's, um, there's also definitely, I think struggles being a woman entrepreneur. Um, but I, I will say that, um, I think, from what I'm seeing, there's a, a lot of women support now, though. Um, there's a lot of women entrepreneur groups. There's a lot of um, investment firms I'm seeing popping up that are only investing in women-owned startups. Um, so that's really cool. But I think the percentage is still like, I don't know, don't quote me on the exact, but I think it's like 3% or maybe 4% of entrepreneurs that get funded are women. Um, so I think there's still a really long way to go with that. Um so that's also a struggle, um, but it but it all depends. It depends where you are and, and I think how strong um, your traction is and how strong you're selling your you know your your idea and you as a person because investors don't really invest in companies. I think they invest in people. So that's another thing is being able to feel comfortable of saying this is what I'm doing and I I believe in it and it's gonna work. Um, cause you can, you can have times in moments where you hear a thousand no's and then you start to be like, wait, well, is the market size not big enough? Or, you know what I mean? Are, are they ready? Why, if I keep hearing this or, you know, is, is this a problem? Um, is this even going to work? But I, I, I think the struggle of saying no, like, I, I know this is going to work. I've heard the traction and then keep pushing through that. And also I think knowing when to throw the towel in is definitely important too. If, if this is six years from now and you're still not making any revenue, obviously that that's something that you should look at. I've seen some entrepreneurs that go maybe a little longer than they should. Um, but I think it's important to not let, like I said, those 5,000 no's um, defer you from what you're doing. Cause entrepreneurship can definitely, like I said, be a roller coaster and there can be a lot of depressive moments where you feel alone and you feel, you know, like I said, is your idea not good enough or you don't know what you're doing enough. Um, you're not prepared enough. You don't know enough. Um, so I think definitely pushing through all that and saying, okay, well, if I don't know enough, what don't I know and how do I know it? Or how do I hire somebody that can teach me that? Or how do I hang out with people that can teach me what I don't know? Mm-hmm. And and I think uh, you alluded to it, but just the roller coaster ride of what a entrepreneur goes through throughout their day. But more importantly, this little like up and down is probably every five minutes. Oh my gosh! So, <laughs> um, I love that you said that. It is literally every five minutes. Like yeah. I could get an email of somebody being like, "Thank you so much. This app is amazing." Yada yada yada, and then I'll get an email from like an in 
investor that I really thought was going to be interested and it seemed like it was going well being like, sorry, no. And you're like, ah, uh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So you're so, you're so right. (laughs) Now, how, how do you overcome that, um, that, that obstacle, that hurdle of, you know, these ups and downs? Is it mentorship? Is it, um, you know, are you kind of doing this solo? Do you have people to vent to? I mean, who are you gaining advice from? Yeah. So, um, I think that, um, who you surround yourself with is everything. Um, not just going to these like entrepreneur events and support groups, meetup groups. Um, that helps a lot when you're feeling, might be feeling really down and, um, and hopeless in a sense. I'll go to an entrepreneur event and then I hear six stories of people that are going through the same thing that I am. And it, it just makes you, it inspires you and it makes you feel like you're not alone. And, um, what we're all trying to do is something bigger than what we know we can. And I don't think we should feel ashamed of that. You know, it's, I really think that, um, sometimes people are afraid to take that leap because they're insecure and failing. But, um, if, if you're not doing something that you could possibly fail at, then what are you really doing? Right? Yeah, no, you're, you're spot on. And one of the, the major questions that, especially with an app-based product like yours is the aspect of advertising have what have you what are some techniques that you've done in order to grow your community uh your community is very specific you're you're primarily people within the the video and the production industry so what are you doing that's unique that's allowing you to grow in uh, your community and, and, and find customers Yeah, so I think um, one of the main things, and like I said, I'm really encouraging um, the hiring of more diverse um, crew, just not even um, in front of the camera, but also behind the camera, cast and crew. Um, So I created an events feature, um, and what it is is it's a banner that scrolls across all users' dashboards, and users can check into, um, say, if if it's a film festival or an industry-related event, they can check into that event and connect and message other users. So it's kind of a cool way for people to get excited about going on the app that may may not have because they're at this event. Maybe they don't have a chance to talk and network with anybody, everybody, but they can through this app. Um, so if they don't get a chance to talk to anybody, they can do it even after the event. Um, so that's been super helpful. People have really loved that feature. Um, and I've been specifically doing women film festivals, diversity film festivals, um, and definitely targeting events where I'm going to onboard more diverse users. Mm, okay. If um, if it's okay with you, we're going to change the conversation up a little bit, and and sure. we have a good understanding of who you are as a business professional, but we're going to switch to uh, more of the personal questions. So, um, habits are so incredibly important in an entrepreneur's life, in, in in understanding like who you are and what you need to be doing. So, what are some habits that have helped you become more efficient throughout your day? Um. Yeah, so let's see. That's also an interesting question because I want to say that I wake up and I run a mile and then swim and then, you know what I mean? I want to say that I do that, Um, but I I really just, um, as soon as I wake up, I write a list. I probably have 75 lists over, no, probably more than that, all over my house. 
But every day I write a list of my priorities. What do I have to do? Okay, I have to do this, this, this for sure today. Um, I try to get everything done, but then the next day, at being an entrepreneur, 15,000 things could come up between today and tomorrow. So then I start another list. So I have a lot of lists laying around that I try to slowly get to. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think it's really important to have some kind of structure of knowing what your day looks like, even if you know it's going to change probably. Um, but especially things that um, you, you get a ton of emails. So I think that's also important, responding to everybody um, and making even little notes like that saying, okay, I need to answer this person. It's been two days. Um, I think that's really important. And I think people want to work with you more too, especially if it's events and stuff, if, if you're more on, more on top of it. If you answer them three weeks later, you know, they, it, it doesn't look good for me anyway. That's just how I am. Um, so yeah, I, I try to do some sort of structure, um, but it's, it's, it's really day to day, um, what everything looks like. Um, but like if I have one meeting in New York, right, I'll try to schedule like seven or eight for that same day. Um, so I'm like, okay, those are my day. That's my day of meetings rather than scheduling meetings here and there. And then you're going back and forth. Um, so having a, kind of a plan and structure with stuff like that, I think, is helpful as well. Very good. Now, what about resources? Uh, resources are incredibly important when it comes to your day-to-day life. You said list building, calendars. Are there any forms of technology that you use every single day that you just simply can't live without? Um, let's see. Uh, not too much. I mean, I love... Um, Slack. I love Slack and Trello. I use that with my developers. Uh, it's so super helpful because rather than having 20 different calls, you know, I'm when things pop into my head, I just send them a message like, oh, I forgot that, you know, the reset password on your on the email wasn't working yesterday or, or last night, whatever. Um, so that's really helpful for me. Uh, just telling them things as we as the day goes on and Trello is amazing I can just throw in there this is this bug needs to be fixed or this is an issue and I can see that they they're doing it and then I can see when it's done Mm -hmm. so um those are definitely my two main ones very cool very cool and as an entrepreneur you're constantly running around you're constantly doing things what do you do in your spare time um so I'm a big family person. I have a huge Irish family and we're all really, really close. Um, so mostly every other weekend is a birthday, holiday, christening, something. I'm really, really close with my family. Um, and so I usually, they live about an hour and a half outside of the city up in like the country, um, uh, in a place called Sussex County. And so I, I really love it up there. It's really peaceful. Um, I definitely am a country girl at heart, I think. And that's a really awesome escape for me. So I not only do I get to go and it's peaceful um, and, and kind of veg out and um, get to think and clear my head a little bit, but I also get to hang out with my family. How, how has your family been throughout this entire process of entrepreneurship and, and creating your, uh, you know, living your dream? Yeah, so I don't think I would be where I am if I didn't have them. Uh, they are so absolutely supportive from day one. Um, since I was born, my all my family, aunts, uncles, my mom and dad, um, you know, they were like, what do you want to do? You can do it. Don't let anybody ever tell you that you can't do something. You can do whatever you put your mind to. And I think that's definitely a huge 
reason um, as uh, to why I, I believe that, you know, I, I am where I am. Very cool. Well, I do have one final question for you, and in my opinion, it's the most important. So the Blind Entrepreneur, this podcast was created for individuals who may be temporarily blind in business and cannot mm -hmm. see the obvious. They mm -hmm. may be stuck in a particular headspace and just can't get out. So what are three pieces of advice that you would give to a fellow entrepreneur? So three pieces of advice. I think uh, one of the main ones is it's okay to not know everything. You don't have to know absolutely everything. You're going to drive yourself crazy if you're Googling um, every single, every single way to an, uh, an investor can invest, um, you know, every, every aspect of every business, how to be an accountant, how to do a balance sheet, how to, you know, um, it's okay to surround yourself with people that do know that and, um, and, and get help from people. Don't be afraid to ask for help. You, I see a lot of people that they're, they're afraid of either looking dumb or stupid or, you know, not being able to be taken seriously because they, they're kind of a little vulnerable when you say you don't know what you don't know, but you're not going to get anywhere if you'd pretend to know, you know? Um, so I think definitely, um, that's the first one. Um, the second piece of advice is, um, like I said, no matter what, I think if you really truly believe an idea and are super passionate about it, you should, um, absolutely pursue it and don't like I said don't let those 5,000 no's um defer you away from what you're doing so I think being persistent really persistent and um and and definitely uh pushing through all those no's um and then my third one would be um I think what we talked about earlier about having structure I think even if it's something as small as writing a list I think that's really important um, because days and hours and weeks can go by so quick when you're an entrepreneur. And if you are not really focused, I think it's easy for the time to get away from you. And then you're like, oh, well, I wanted to be at 1,200 users by month three. And, you know, I didn't really focus on that because I was so busy with X, Y, and Z. But I think setting goals, milestones, um, and, and, and trying to achieve them is definitely huge. You're not going to achieve all your milestones. You're not, that's not going to happen, but, um, at least setting them and, and trying to follow some sort of structure. Very good. Well, I mean, honestly, the, the words of advice that you've given today have been fantastic, Lauren, and thank you so much for, for your time. Uh, today. Thank so, you for having me. Absolutely. And it's good to hear your story. Uh, we've been talking for a little bit of time now and it's just really cool to, you know, just kind of hear all the successes that you've, uh, that you've had and, and even the failures that you've overcame. So congrats and kudos to you. So Lonnie, you successfully completed the podcast. Congratulations on that one. Um, without further ado, go right ahead, look into the camera, tell everybody what you have going on, how they can be a part of your mission, your journey, and potentially use your, your product. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we actually just um, launched a crowdfunding campaign, um, but I think we talked about this, that um, the our campaign is actually, I think, going to be over when this airs. Um, but um, we're, we're doing that right now, and then we um, you can uh, download our app in the iOS store. We're unfortunately iOS only, but we are working on building our Android version, and if you are do have an Android, 
um, and, you, and you would like to use our app, uh, you could just, just go to the website and you can sign up through there and um, it, there'll be a tab that says hire or get hired and you can do it right through there. It's just going to be manually. Um, and it's www.cinematter.com, like cinema, but cinematter.com, C-I-N-E-M-A-T-C-H-E-R.com. And, um, and yeah, definitely if you're in the film TV production world and this is an, an app that you would find useful, uh, our biggest thing is spreading the word. So, and we're global. So spread the word to your contact, industry contacts, friends, people you know that might find it useful, not just in your town, but any city, state, country that you might know. Uh, that would be really helpful because the more users we have, the better matches and connections will be for everybody. Um, and also, I think um, it's it's really important, um, like I said, to touch upon um, the hiring of more diverse people. So, so absolutely, if you're just starting out, we want everybody uh, on the app, even if you're trying to get your foot in the door. Um, so don't be afraid if you're like, oh, I don't have an exp any experience in the film industry, but you would like to, definitely check us out. And um, we want to help people collaborate and create no matter what stage of the industry they're in. Um, and yeah, I think I think that's um, that that's our where where we're at right now. Very cool. And everything that you mentioned, including your website and all your social links, they will all be in the show notes for people to click on and to review and to read and and hopefully download and be a part of of what it is that you have going on. Uh, again, thank you guys uh, for always liking commenting and subscribing don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on youtube to watch more interviews just like this head over to the blindentrepreneur.com uh lauren thank you again for your time it was a pleasure learning about you and hearing your story until next time everyone have a great rest of your day and an even better tomorrow Thank you so much for watching this video. Don't forget to follow me on any and all social media platforms using the long last name above, followed by the letter J. If you want to get lost into the dark abyss of YouTube, click either left or right for another video. And finally, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. No, seriously, don't forget.